Hi, and welcome to the Art of Spiritual Sleep. My name is Wendy Rosenthal, and I am your co-host, along with Kabbalistic sleep and dream expert, Mordecai Ballas. Hi, Mordecai. How are you today? I'm great. Aloha, everyone. <laughs> welcome, welcome. <laughs> we are with you each and every week to help you understand and better your sleep, the power of your sleep, to have clear, clearer dreams and more clarity from your dreams. Mordecai has a mission, and I'm so grateful be, to be along with him on this yes. mission to literally ensure that all seven people in the world understand the power of their sleep and get a better night's sleep so that all of us will have much better uh, abilities to manage and make each and every one of our days amazing. So thank you again for joining us. Um, before we start, I always like to give a little bit of a, a, a teaser as to what's coming up. Today, this episode is called Let Your Soul Fly, Spread Its Wings. Let Your Soul Spread Its Wings. Sorry, there were so many good things we could have called it. Your soul <laughs> soaring, your soul flying. But it's really about um, kind of removing the obstacles that stop us um, once you've done all of the work right. that we've mm -hmm. talked about before and getting ready for your sleep really allowing your soul to, to fly during that time. Before I let Mordecai spread his wings and share all of that with <laughs> us, <laughs> I want to remind everybody that we have two fantastic features at the end of every session. The first is the language of dreams, where Mordecai shares the sleep symbol of the week. So you will not want to miss that because you will want to know how to interpret your dreams yourself. And then secondly, definitely we have, not. sorry? I'm saying definitely not. You know, you don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it for sure. And then secondly, we have something to sleep on where Mordecai shares a tip or meditation or gives us some insight on what we can do um, each and every day to better our sleep and dreams. So please stick around. And remember, we love hearing from you. And we're so excited. We do every week. We hear from a lot of you asking questions and following up with us. So. Um, if you have questions, please feel free to post them in the comment section on all of our social media platforms. If we see it during the show, we'll happily answer it. If not, we will follow up with you during the week. Okay, I'm very, very, I'm always excited, Mordecai. I hate saying it every week, but it's so true. <laughs> but uh, letting, you know, like letting my soul spread, spread its wings. What does that mean? What can I do to help? And, and especially today, especially today in this session, I always learned from my students, you know, I'm the promise over the liver. But today, what we're about to share, what we're about to reveal was never revealed. Even though the Kabbalists say that every day, every moment is a unique one and there will never be a revelation of light like this. Uh, there, there wasn't a revelation of light like this. Today, specifically in this session, what we're about to share was never shared before, as far as I know, was never shared before, and I'm really excited to be part of uh, delivering this pizza to you. <laughs> well, that, you know, I have to say, you, have, you don't say that very often on, the, on this program, so I'm very excited to uh, hear what, what insights, what deep secrets we get yes. to hear. So we know that the nature of our soul is to fly above the limitation. 
That's why many times we also have dreams. People have dreams about flying, about doing things that are beyond. And we already spoke about it as one of the symbols. And um, this is one of the reasons, one of the main reasons my teacher Havberg says, why babies cry? Why do babies, why do babies cry? I mean, is it because their diaper needs to be changed? Is it because they're hungry? Yes, that's the physical reason. But in the spiritual reason, the soul, which is an old soul, just came to a new body and it doesn't have the ability to communicate as it wants to. It has certain limitations in the beginning. And therefore, I mean, as we grow, as we grow that maybe there's less limitations, but still compared to what our soul wants to express and what our body is expressing, what our mouth is saying, there's a gap. So that's, what, that's, why baby, what, that's why babies cry, because my teacher said, it's really they are aware of their mission in this world. They are aware of their gifts. They know everything they need to know, and yet the frustration that they cannot really communicate it, what can they do besides crying? In fact, for the soul, if we want to take it even a step further, for the soul every day to get back to the body, on one hand, yes, the soul knows it's my vehicle, it's my Lamborghini to <laughs> reveal my light in the world. Mine, mine on the other hand, <laughs> yes, it could be also Maserati. Let's not limit. On the other hand, uh, you know, the soul is in pain because the soul wants to return to uh, the place that it belongs. The soul feels at home when it's not in the physical world. That's why people love to sleep. That's why also on the opposite way, when someone is about to leave the physical world, it's hard for the soul to let go of the body because it was the vehicle all those years. And at the same time, the soul can't wait already to reunite with the souls. So what happens between birth and living the physical world? All those years in between, and we already spoke in the past about the struggle between those uh, two forces, right? The soul consciousness, energy of sharing, and the body consciousness, energy of receiving for the self alone. And we never spoke about what might be holding us back. Okay, we know that uh, we want to share. We know that we want to uh, focus on how we conduct our day. Do we listen more to our soul throughout the day? But we haven't really touched, and that's what we're going to do today. We haven't really touched what might be holding us back. Right, holding we, us back from really using this Lamborghini. You know, you have your Lamborghini or Maserati, but you're driving like 10 miles per hour. This is it? This is what you want to achieve? I mean, you know, I always look at those people that have those sports cars, but they're like driving in the, in the middle of a traffic Right, car. in a city. Yeah, what's well, the point? <laughs> this yeah. is not a racetrack or some, you know, beautiful European, like, highway right for exactly. hours there's no speed limit 
I mean, it's interesting though, and, and what I'm what I'm really curious about is the fact that you've given us in past episodes so many tips to you know to get ready. We talked about the different stages of sleep and what you can do to kind of better those stages. So now you're saying even if you do all of those things, that there's still something holding our soul back from really kind of getting to the place we want it to get to, which is where all the answers are and where we receive all that clarity. Wow. Right. Yes. There are five things, five core things that hold the soul, hold your Lamborghini from driving without limitation, limitless. And this is a, and not only this, the Kabbalists didn't just give it to us and said, well, that's your, that's your five sandbags from allowing your air balloon to really go higher. The Kabbalists will say, we have the solution for you. We give you also the weapons, the tools that will allow you to free yourself from those five things. So then when you go to sleep, there's no limitation. All right. Well, let's step on it, right? <laughs> to use yes. the, the race car uh, metaphor. So number one that is holding our uh, Maserati back. <laughs> I hope we're not promoting here any cow or another. This is just as a metaphor, right? So um, unless they pay us uh, some uh, dividends, you know, that would be nice. So uh, number one is fears. Okay. Different types of fear. The Kabbalists teach the only fear that is positive, otherwise it's false evidence appears real. More than 94% of the fears never manifest, and those that do is probably a result of us feeding and giving it too much energy. Energy, yeah. It doesn't have energy of its own. The only fear that is good for us to have, and my teacher, Havberg, was never afraid of anything beside of one thing, it's to lose our connection to the divine lose our connection to our force of guidance. That, that's why King David said, praiseworthy is the man who is always afraid. Afraid of what? Afraid of losing the connection to the divine, losing the connection to the energy of guidance. Some might say uh, that they never had the connection to begin with. Well, that's a, a point of correction. We all have it. Some of us may develop it more or less, but especially as children, we add it. And then th throughout the years, we need to renew our connection and strengthen it. That's number one. Well, wait, before you move to number two, because that's a, you just dropped a big bomb, right? <laughs> like, all, I'm sitting here thinking, okay, well, fears, fear. I mean, like people go th through life being afraid of, um, being afraid of heights, being afraid of spiders, being afraid they're not going to have enough to live on, being afraid of being too close in relationships. Like, so you're saying that all of those fears add up or are always stopping us? And how, like, even when you get over one fear, you know, maybe there's so many layers. So is it, is there a way to maybe lessen them or let go of them? I mean, how do you let yes. go of lifetime of fears is what I'm getting at. Right. So uh, obviously, um, uh, you know, one might go to a therapy and walk over on the fears. The Kabbalists believe that uh, the way to walk on the fear is you can get rid of energy. You can convert it. Ah. 
So I remember uh, in the beginning of my spiritual journey, I said to my teacher that I have a fear of uh, leaving the physical world before time. And um, I, I've had it as long as I remember myself having this fear. And my teacher told me something that really changed for me everything. He said, where is this fear coming from? It's just a way of your soul to communicate with you, to show you, use it. Use this fear and convert it to a drive, a greater driving force to do more goodness, to do more kindness, to reveal more light in the world. So every time a fear, whether it's financial, emotional, fear of being abandoned, um, anything, fear of a, a virus, a disease, whatever that is, it's your soul trying to tell you, push more on the gas of the Lamborghini, share more. <laughs> Use me more, reveal more my light. And then the fear goes away because the fear is just as a tool for motivation. Okay, I love that. I've never thought so of that. That's at the that root way. of things. Yeah. There's a name from the 72 names of God for overcoming fears, but you cannot get rid of the fear. You can use the energy and convert it to reveal light. Okay. And one day you wake up and the fear is not there. Because you use the, the maximum of it as a drive. Right. Or when, or when it does come up, you're able to, I don't want to say manage it, but you recognize it for what it is. Yeah, it's a reminder. You know, it's a reminder. It's a reminder. All right. Now you can go to two. <laughs> now I can go to two. Yeah. Okay. So um, two is um, very similar, but yet not the same. It's depending on external things rather than connecting to the source. What my accountant says, what my lawyer says, what my doctor says, what the weather says, what the news say. Actually, these, all of those things affecting us. And you know, I have to say, with all the years having the privilege to be around my teachers, I can tell you, I have never seen my teachers, the Rav, Ravberg or Kerenberg, freaking out from something that is happening, whether it's good or whether it's challenging. I never saw like from good news, like freaking out positively. Great, wonderful, next. And if something like, oh my God, oh my God, what are we gonna do? Never, yes, sometimes Ravel Kernberg would be worrying about a certain individual. How can we support them in the best way? or worrying about a certain condition that is happening right now in the world, whether it's the tsunamis or cancer or like different other terrible things that are happening, wars, poverty, you name it. There's a list of things. Yeah, I saw my teachers being uh, concerned by this, but never affecting their happiness, their vibration, their vitality, always going forward. And many, many times we have distractions throughout the day. You know, we, even in the middle of an important conversation, and suddenly we get a text for someone that we love or someone that has great authority related to us and it throws us off. Mm. We get a test results, throws us off. All that we learn in spirituality goes off the window, possible. It's possible. I've seen it, 
And it's sometimes how fast you catch yourself. Right. I'm not saying we're going to be fully immune tomorrow from the external things. But it's how long do they distract you? We're humans. Things happen. Things will try to distract us from the focus, from moving forward with a Lamborghini. But imagine you're holding the wheels on your car. And let's say it's not an auto drive, right? It's not an autonomous car. And imagine every external thing is like the wheel goes right, the wheel goes left. It, you cannot drive like this. People will think right. you're drunk or something is wrong with you. They will take uh, your license. And we might be doing this every single day. So I like the fact that obviously that you're highlighting that the external is going to happen. And that's fine. Really, it's your react, your, your reaction to it and your the response, length of time, your response. your response, and the time it takes for you to kind of recover from what that is that really kind of holds us down. Yeah. Okay. It's like someone fell asleep on the wheel, right? So the wake, wake up, oh my God, yeah, let me just straighten the, okay, we're on the right track. Okay. Till the next time. <laughs> well, but I mean, what you're saying is more doable. I, I mean, again, I don't think any one of us can be completely immune to what's happening externally. But the idea that you have uh, recovery time, that how you respond, how much you let it impact every moment of your day. I, you know, people sometimes hold on to things for years, right? Which I know yes. you'll get to, but I'm just saying like, the reaction time and the recovery is, is important too. And in the day-to-day, -day, changing it starts with awareness. Right. Just start with catching yourself when you got distracted. No one expects you overnight to already be Mr. Perfect. Catch yourself when the external things got you. Okay. And even laugh about, oh, you know, I can't believe I was, I, I, I was distracted by this. Yeah. Okay, now back to the track. All right, we're back to the track and we're going into pit number three. <laughs> right, so, um, and again, it's, um, um, it's something that is uh, related. Number three is more of, um, how shall we say it? Um, it's, it's the lifestyle, like throughout the day, like during the day. Where are you coming from, right? Like, where is your energy coming from? Um, like, that we lose, um, trying to think, how shall we put it? It's like losing the coordinates, being on the right track. So it's related to being uh, uh, distracted, but it's things that we do. If we want to put it like in a nutshell, things that we do during the day that we know that uh, they're not good for us. They're not good for us to do. Our soul knows, you know, it's not good for you to respond in such a way. It's not good for you to uh, behave in such a way. That's not how you speak. That's not the right way without the human dignity to say what you want to say. There's a better way to communicate. So number three represents all the things that we do, say, and even think that are not aligned with our soul. Okay. And so just keep in mind, those three and the other two, they accumulate as baggage when we come to sleep. 
So the less of, of those three or those five that we have, the easier it's going to be for our soul to ascend when we go to sleep. So I think also just even to close out number three, look, we all know we're, we do things that aren't healthy for us or, or we don't like maybe not exercising or things that, you know, that, yes. that could help us. So listening to our soul. Right. And, and also recognizing that it's, it's a journey. And when you're aware of it, you can, and you, uh, you are aware of the impact that's even more profound than you knew before that even taking small steps to, change that actually will help, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It also starts with the awareness mm -hmm. and you can do certain exercises that we teach and share with you in the Art of Spiritual uh, Sleep program, the experience that we teach you and in the private sessions, how to listen more to your soul. There are very simple exercises that the person can do in the day to day to practice this reconnection. And when you're really more and more connecting with your soul, there are certain things that will look ridiculous to you. And next time you hear your opponent telling you to, <laughs> to do it, what? You, you gotta be crazy. <laughs> All right, what's number four? Right, it's like playing with fire. So number four is when we, um, when we lack on, uh, we, we're forgetting why are we here? We forget why our soul is here. It's uh, number four is about disconnecting during the day from the big picture. What's our soul mission? What's our soul's purpose? Why are we here? What light did that I come to reveal today? So a day that a certain individual, and um, I'm, I'm not saying we shouldn't have fun, we should have great time, whatever makes you feel great and it's positive, go for it. And at the same time, don't let whatever it is that you do that is fun, even if it's a hobby or whatever it is, something fun, don't let it take you away from the connection to the big picture. Remember, we are all here on a mission. And uh, as, it says, uh, <laughs> as it says in the show that I've been watching, The Travelers, it says over there, they continuously repeat it. The mission is more important than anything. Never compromise <laughs> you, the mission. I, I, I get it. You have mentioned this show in the last three episodes. You must really <laughs> like it. <laughs> so again, yes, I'm going to get the percentage from Netflix. Exactly. <laughs> so again, you know, when you say that we forget what we're here for, for me, that also sounds as if, you know, we're, you know, in the heat of the day, let's, or let's say you're a business person, you really want a deal to happen and you're doing whatever it takes to like make that deal happen. And yeah. you're forgetting that it isn't about whether or not you get the deal. It's, did you treat people well along the way? Is it a win-win for the people that you're working? Like all of those things. That's what, that's kind of also what you're saying, right? I love it. How, Wendy, how you bring it down to the practicality. Yes. My job. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is it because, um, you know, you might be, let's say, uh, um, investing or working on a certain project. And at the end of the day, why are you doing this? Oh, yes, so I can provide for my family, da, 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 da. But uh, do you spend also the time with your family? Right. Or you, you get so consumed because part of the big picture 
is really connecting what's really important for your soul. And maybe you are a family person and that's what you do the best. Perfect. But maybe for you, if it's, let's say, more comfortable to be at home, to be with the family, to enjoy the family, you're a family person, maybe for you the work is to pull up your sleeves, unless you have short sleeves, <laughs> and uh, get to work, get to work, make some money, provide for your family. So like certain people like live in La La Land. So there's always, every person has their own journey. It's called Tikkun in Kabbalah. Like the journey of amending, the to-do list that the, the soul came to do. So if, are you in tune with your to-do list? Right. And it's usually the things that you try to avoid. It's usually the things you postpone. It's usually the things you would rather like, it's at the bottom of your list. That's usually the stuff you want to focus on. Okay. I'm, I'm going to redefine so my So having said that, again, the fourth, the fourth thing is one, is another thing that holds us all back. A day that I did not do my to-do list, and it's not in contradiction with having fun. You can have fun and do your to-do list. Uh, it's a day that my soul uh, goes higher with extra baggage. Okay. And finally, number five. Number five is letting go. Letting go of the things, actually, we're talking about holding on to things that we are attached to. How we want things, when we want things, um, worrying about certain things is different from fears, right? analyzing, uh, okay, I should do this, how do I manipulate that? During the day, all those moments of attachment. And uh, you can do this uh, trip in your mind. What happens if someone right now, or make a list of the things I'm most attached to, what happens if someone right now comes to me and tells me, listen, uh, things changed, you have to do whatever it is. Whatever it is that you're attached to is being taken away from you. By the way, it's a spiritual concept in Kabbalah. Whatever you're more attached to, the further it's going to get away from you. Mm -hmm. Whatever you let go of, the closer it's going to come to you. So you almost, you want to say like, I don't want it. You know, I'm so detached. Yeah, I want it, but also I'm so detached on how and when, if ever right. I receive it. If it's mine, it's going to come. But I'm, I'm not consumed by it. How do you know you're attached? You're busy with it. You consume your energy. You, in, you invested with it throughout the day. That's attachment. So let go. Let go. Yes. <laughs> and see your, your soul. As Elsa, Elsa is saying it yeah. again and again and again. Let it go. Let it go. Go. Let it go. <laughs> All right. So these are five amazing um, revelations that we can all learn from. And when we do kind of, even in some degree or another, actually start to progress in our ability to do these things, what you're saying is it really is going to impact the, the process that we've talked about in the past of the five stages that your soul goes to, getting to that final you know, destination, the place where all answers are, that connection to the, the, the universe, and then your soul comes back to you more clear and gives you that clarity, right? Yeah. Simple. So it's like really the, if you master those five, 
First of all, you're going to take off in no time. The road is going to be less bumpy. It can take even uh, uh, less than seven minutes to take off. The landing will be great. The messages will be clear. And um, as we already, uh, and we are going to speak about it more and more, about the different levels of dreams, these five are the core things you want to master to reach the highest levels of dreams. All right. We have some work to do before we get to those episodes, which are yes. coming up soon in our next series, which will be starting in a two or three weeks. So you won't want to miss that because once you've mastered this, then you'll want to know where you're going to get to. Mordecai, okay. let's talk the language of dreams and the sleep symbol yes. of the week. The symbol of the week is flowers. Yes, flowers. Flowers. Like my flowers behind there. Yes, and I also <laughs> have behind me, right? So, um, it's very, it's a very interesting symbol, uh, very common for different people. Not unless, uh, of course, if you bought flowers uh, uh, today for your spouse or recently, or you saw these nice flowers or you smell these nice flowers, probably it's less of a meaningful sign in that night's uh, dream. But in general, flowers uh, represent good news, okay? So uh, when someone sees like a bunch of flowers, every flower is like one uh, good news, mm. right? So when you have like a bouquet of flowers, it's a connection of beautiful, beautiful good news that are about to come your way. Also the word in Hebrew for flower is perach, which is the same letters of the word parach, which means to fly, right? Mm. We spoke this, uh, in this segment, in this session, about the soul flying, spreading its wings, it's, um, it's, it's, it's actually a sign. When you see uh, flowers in a dream, there's actually a saying in Hebrew, uh, his soul was flying, or his soul was, uh, in other words, because it's the same letters, his soul was flourishing. Mm. Right? It's coming from the flower, right? Got it. His soul was flourishing because of the good news that he just received. So there's actually a saying in Hebrew, like his soul was fl flourishing and flying just from the good news that he received. Unless if there are only um, red, only red flowers in the bouquet, that shows that there's, red is a color of uh, judgment, the color of uh, what the Kabbalists call left column. Um, so that can mean for an individual as a warning sign that um, uh, there might be an intense time coming and we can actually, according to the time of the dream, if the person remembers, we can actually uh, calculate the time frame on when it's going to take place. And when you take a look at the whole big picture, you can see that the flowers are um, really a beautiful sign to allow us to uh, tap into the next level. Whether it's good news coming, so get ready, prepare your vessel, and whether it's a, a more intense time to be alert, to be on, so you'll be able to receive really the maximum that this energy um, is there waiting for you. 
assuming that you didn't buy flowers or uh, thought about flowers before you went to sleep. And that's associated with the symbol. If you've given flowers to someone or they gave you flowers, this individual will be the messenger for the good news. If flowers were taken away from individual, so they were supposed to receive the good news, but then, you know, uh, it didn't manifest. If the flowers are red and you see them fading, that's also connected to there was supposed to come times of judgment of intensity, but the judgment was sweetened and now it's going to be light. Oh, okay. And flowers that are flourishing without water, it's good news that don't even make sense. So it's all connected to good news versus intense time. Depends on the colors of the dream. If it's red and other colors, so it shows a mixture. There's going to be great news, but prepare also for some uh, intense. Does the type of flower make a difference or is it just Great question. <laughs> great question. So especially if it's, a, if it's a rose, the Zohar talks about the rose as a code. Zohar, the main text of Kabbalah. Rose is an energy of um, the balance between sharing, receiving, and letting go, balancing the two. So when a person sees this particular flower, there's more to it. There's more types of flower, but this particular one, roses, is the, um, the call to create balance between your sharing, between your receiving. Maybe you're not sharing enough as you can. Maybe you need to learn more how to receive. And maybe there's some balance between the two that you need to master and let go. And there's more with other types of flowers, but... Uh, so at the end of, we'll at the end of our the, session another, today... Another we'll, time maybe. Yeah, well, at the end of this session, we'll let you know how if you do have a dream with flowers that Mordecai did not mention, how you can find out what they mean. And finally, something to sleep on. So uh, we're giving you actually something to sleep on. It's um, five verses that I will have it as an audio and you will also be able to uh, recite it. You do it just before you go to sleep. It takes like 30 seconds, maybe 45 seconds. And each one of the five takes care of one of the five uh, elements, the five core baggages that uh, hold your soul from spreading its wings. So whether it's the fear, so the first line is related to the fear, whether it's depending on external things, it would be a line that takes care of that, whether it's um, doing things that are not aligned with your soul, there's a line for that. Number four is connecting to the big picture, and number five, uh, connecting more to strengthening your letting go ability. It doesn't mean that after you say those five, you can do whatever you want during the day, uh, it doesn't work like this. You cannot cheat the system. <laughs> but this is assuming that you're doing your best effort. Those five verses do the magic. Awesome. So every week we do put the Something to Sleep on content. on. Uh, we make it accessible on all of our social media platforms so that you can download all of this information. And that leads me to where you can find us. We are on Facebook, on the Facebook group, The Art of Spiritual Sleep. We are on Instagram at The Art of Spiritual Sleep. We are on YouTube at The Art of Spiritual Sleep as well. And on several of your favorite podcast platforms, 
If you would like to find out more about a dream interpretation or the Art of Spiritual Sleep program, which Mordecai talked about in this session, you can reach us at dreams at Kabbalah.com. I want to say thank you so much to Mordecai again for revealing amazing information. And I am sure that the people who are listening each week are really amazed by the results of the things that you're sharing with us and, and the practices that they're doing. So thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. I want to also remind everybody because our mission really is to help every single person in this world sleep better, use their sleep in a more powerful way, and to receive clearer messages through their dreams. If you have somebody you want to share this with, please, please do so because uh, it really does help the world, not just yourselves. And that gives us yes. a lot better sleep at night, right, Mordecai? Yes, absolutely. That's what we're here for. Exactly. Using the Kabbalistic tools, concepts, and consciousness to better the sleep of humanity. Exactly. And as a result, we'll better our dreams. Exactly. All right. We will see you again next Wednesday, same time on all of our Thank favorite you. social media channels. Thank you. Have a great week. Good night. Have a wonderful sleep. Sleep tight. <laughs>